Hey everyone, Mike Andes, your host on the Business Bootcamp Podcast, coming to you again, episode 59. Today we're going to talk about the top 10 challenges that entrepreneurs face today. And before we get started, if you haven't checked it out already, make sure you check out the webinar we did a few months ago on how to double the size of your business in the next 12 months. You can find that at businessbootcamppodcast.com slash webinar. Sign up today. It's all 100% free and a couple hours of just chock full information, all sorts of tips and goodies for you. Make sure you check that out. All right, so today I want to talk about the top 10 challenges faced by every entrepreneur and I'm not just going to tell you about them. I'm going to tell you how you can solve them. All right, and these aren't in, in any <clears throat> particular order as far as importance or anything like that. I just kind of made a list of the top 10 things I think people face today as they try to start a business, grow a business, save a business. Um, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get started though, I just want to uh, tell you all, kind of keep you up, updated on what's going on on my end. Uh, we're super busy with our, our uh, new business. As most of you know, we just started up a new branch with the uh, materials delivery and we've been super busy. So that's partly why I've been uh, somewhat delinquent at getting uh, new episodes up. But it'll be a couple more months of us being crazy busy. It'll kind of fall off during the winter and I'll have more time. Uh, to stay consistent with my weekly podcast and hopefully do two or three a week. Uh, but we've also been working on youngentrepreneur.news. Right now, if you put that into your browser, it's going to come up with some random um, bunch of random articles and pictures and uh, I think it's like Latin text because we're just putting together um, the formatting right now. So it's a bunch of random pictures. I think every time you open it up, it's a different picture. So I didn't put the pictures up, but um, or the articles or anything like that. But it's we're working on our formatting and uh, the design of the website. And so hopefully in about a month we'll have that up, getting people to write on that website right now, getting articles together and everything like that. It's gonna be an absolute blast. Youngentrepreneur.news. We're gonna be covering all the latest news and stories on young entrepreneurs and people that have made it big. Our tagline for young entrepreneur is going to be inspire, learn, celebrate. And those are the three things that I hope to achieve and to uh, offer to young entrepreneurs through the website. So stay tuned on that. All right. So we're going to be talking about the top 10 challenges faced by entrepreneurs today and how you can solve them, in my opinion. Number one, cash flow management. So cash flow management, when we talk about cash flow, what we're talking about, and when we talk about having a problem with cash flow, is it usually means that although you might be profitable or making money, the amount of time it takes uh, for you to get your money is too long because you have to, so in other words, it's like this. So I know if I have a large landscaping job, okay, and all the materials and the labor and all that is going to cost me, say, $5,000. Now, I'm going to be getting paid $10,000, and um, but the direct costs as far as labor and, and materials is $5,000. You know, let's say the overhead, you know, of, you know, gas and other, other, uh, other stuff involved, other overhead is going to be like two or 3000 So I'm making like two or $3,000 because uh, they, they're going to be, getting uh, I'm going to be making 10,000 uh, gross. However, 
I have to pay that $5,000 right away, whereas my customer might take 30 days before they pay their 10000 And so this is what, we, what we're talking about when we talk about cash flow is that turnover of money in your business. And so the problem that so many people have with cash flow is they have four or five large $10,000 jobs and they end up having to pay out $25,000, in, in direct costs, but they don't ever get the, um, the big payout to the end of the month. And so what that creates is this huge problem where they're going to have to have a huge amount of money, a, a huge amount of capital laid aside, uh, put aside so that they can you know, get through the direct expenses and then hopefully get paid later on down the road. Now, a couple quick ways, I know there's, in every business, there's this is a, a not a problem, but the, you got to attack it from a different angle with, with every different every type of business. However, there are a few things I want to suggest. First, you can require a faster turnaround on the payment terms. So instead of accepting 30 days for your clients uh, to pay you, you can say it has to be 15. You can also do there's you know t- several different um, ways to incentivize you know, a quicker turnaround time. So if someone pays, say, within 10 days, they get 2% off. There's all sorts of different ways, especially in manufacturing. Uh, They have done this where they give a a small discount in order to incentivize people to pay faster. You can do that. Or another way is, and this is what we've been doing a lot with our business, is having credit card information on file credit card, debit card, even a bank draft. So now you can use uh, services. Um, there's several, there's, there's quite a few actually. You just gotta Google it, I'm not gonna say any. Um, but they can actually now take from checking accounts and you don't have to pay credit card processing fees. So you just pay like a straight 55 cents or 70 cents or depending on what company you use to do a direct deposit or direct um, withdrawal from someone's checking account, which is super cool because you don't you don't have to deal with all the, the credit card information, I mean, sorry, credit card processing fees. And so this is a great way to alleviate the cash flow problem is because now immediately you can just say hey I need your billing information they give it to you you complete the work and upon completion you get paid instantly so that's a great way to uh, alleviate your cash management problem you can also uh, have a down payment at the beginning uh, so say they have to do 25 you know 50 percent down at the beginning great way to solve your cash flow problems number two hiring employees this is an entire podcast in itself, um, but I think as we start to grow our business, especially myself, and as you, all you entrepreneurs out there, you boot campers, uh, begin to grow your business, you're going to realize that really it all comes down to who's on your team. You know, you know, marketing is great, sales, um, you know, biz dev, it's all important. But hiring your employees, having the right people, is so fundamentally key. To growing a company like you might be able to get away with a one or two bad employees when you're first starting out but as you grow they can become so infectious in your company and so you'll realize that the companies that are going to do great and become great are the ones that have the best people and big corporations that have money right now especially in the tech world understand that and that's why developers software developers and people like that are making so much money and they have great um, benefits and all these other things and you know Google and Apple and Amazon and Facebook, they all fight over these developers and things like that is because they realize that having the right people on the bus is the most 
the best thing they can do for the company and going forward is the way for them to differentiate themselves from from everyone else to have innovation and just going forward as a company to grow you have to have the right people on the bus have them in the right position in the bus so that you can go forward on the bus <laughs> all right so number three the third thing uh, one of the challenges entrepreneurs face is time management and I think if you're an entrepreneur, that's self-explanatory. It's one of the challenges that we face so often is um, where do we spend our time? And, and you know, we, we the old adage make, uh, you know, time is money. And, you know, if money doesn't grow on trees, time seems like it doesn't grow on trees either. Um, but I, we've talked about before creating a list of goals. It can help with your time management. You know, ask yourself, all right, I have a certain amount of time. I'm going to manage my time. And how am I going to manage my time? I'm going to allocate my time toward the things that are most important to, to me. Um, and so I'm just going to leave it at that time management. Another challenge that we face as entrepreneurs, delegating tasks. Number four, many times, especially when we're starting out, we can become micro managers. As entrepreneurs, like if you read The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, highly suggest that book. If you read that book, you'll realize, though, you're not really truly an entrepreneur if you can't delegate tasks and if you can't create systems and processes that others can succeed in the roles that you previously had worked in. So delegating tasks is another challenge we face as entrepreneurs, and you don't want to be stuck in the trap of micromanaging yourself or others, and I'm going to defer you to Michael Gerber and the E-Myth on that one. Number five, number five challenge that people face in business is choosing what to sell. And you notice like when people are starting their business, they go into online and they like, the first thing they do, first thing they do is like ideas for a business. And they look at the top 55 or the top 100 ideas for starting a business on, you know, entrepreneur.com or whatever it is. And they're trying, they're essentially choosing what to sell. They're trying to figure out what to sell in their business, uh, whether it be services or products or whatever. And I think that's that's a challenge that we face choosing what, what we should sell, what we shouldn't sell, uh, you know, what business should we start, what business should we not start. Um, and because there's so many possibilities, there's so many things that we could do, but I think on a macro level, looking at it as kind of the bigger picture when we're starting a business, when we're choosing what to sell, what to start, you got to follow your passion. And that that's just so cliche, and we, we know that. But if you just go after it for the money, if that's the number one reason, then you're going to fail. It could be number two or number three, and like let's not all be try to be goody two-shoes. Like we're in, we're, we're in business to make money. But when you're choosing what product, service, or industry to get into, make sure it's something that even though the money might be thin, you're still passionate about it. And every morning you wake up, you want to get out of bed and do whatever you're doing. All right. So, but on a more of a micro level, like when you say choosing what to sell, because this is another challenge that entrepreneurs face, in my opinion, you might have a whole bunch of different products. Okay. And say a hundred products, a hundred SKUs, SKU, uh, in, I'm not going to go into what a SKU is, but just a different variation. So if you have, you know, five shirts, three different types of sizes, and two colors, you have 30 SKUs. Um, 
I'll let you do the math on that one. But what you got to figure out in your business is choosing what you're going to sell because there's so many different options, different, different products you can sell. And we just bought this company where we did that we were doing landscaping in lawn care in the past, and now we, we bought this uh, materials delivery company. Now, previously, the owners had, had been selling like 30 different types of products. And so they had all sorts of types of gravel and bark and soil, all sorts of stuff, right? Well, once I got their financials and everything, we were going through due diligence. I, I essentially said, all right, we're going to take out 60% of their inventory. We're going to cut it all out. So essentially, we took the top 10 uh, products, and that's what we're selling right now. Because I just found out that like you got, you got to, choosing what to sell is so important. Because you got to realize that inventory costs you money. It costs you money in your lease if you're if you're leasing out space. It costs you time in moving it around, in organization, in preservation. Uh, it, it increases the chances of losing inventory because of spoilage or weather conditions or catastrophes or whatever it might be. Um, and so choosing what to sell is very important because you don't like inventory cost you money. And I think people fail to see that sometimes. And if you're in manufacturing, you you have to get this. Um, but any sort of product and even services like there, you can't offer all the services in the world. You got to really kind of focus on your niche and, and narrow down because otherwise, if you're doing, for instance, for us, if we're doing every, you know, if we're doing irrigation systems and then we're doing waterfalls and then we're doing um, patios and then we're doing fencing and then we're doing painting like you got to choose what you're going to sell because otherwise I'm going to have to buy all the equipment for all those different um, services and then they're just going to sit there. So any sort of machinery that's sitting around, any sort of inventory of products that's sitting around is costing you money. It doesn't just sit there and gather dust. It costs you money. And I think we need to realize that more as entrepreneurs in regardless of what industry we're in. All right, number six, a strategy. I mean, I'm sorry, a challenge that we face as entrepreneurs. Number six is a marketing strategy. And we've talked about this before. And I'm going to be getting into this more in the winter. I really want to dive into some marketing uh, stuff for you all about advertising and all that good stuff. But when it comes down to marketing, plain and simple, whether it be print, online, mobile, you name it, um, regardless of what it is, it's got to be different. It's got to be left field, especially if you're small and nobody knows about you. In order to break out of obscurity, you're going to have to do something kind of crazy. It can be a publicity stunt. It can be whatever. Um, you just got to get out there and be different. When we started this new branch of our company and we bought this new shop, um, uh, with an actual store location and all of that, I kind of got creative and just contacted the local newspaper and said, Hey, we're starting up this new business and just kind of gave them a short article and said, Hey, you know, use whatever information you wanted to. Well, they ended up giving me a call back interviewing me for about 30 minutes and it ends up, they create a nice article in the newspaper and they really focused it on my story of starting college really young and what I've been able to do as an entrepreneur and really kind of took it more of a human interest, but it was a great advertising tool for the business. And we've had huge amounts of response from that, from the community. And now people recognize us a whole lot more than if I would have just done like an advertisement because, um, and it was free. Like I didn't have to pay for the back page of the newspaper, which we have done before. Um, and there's ways to marketing strategies to stand out in that field. Um, but there's 
I think really we got to get creative in in using our marketing dollars to really stand out. And so like I did, it didn't cost me a penny. It costed me 30 minutes on the phone with the interviewer, uh, um, maybe 20 minutes writing a bunch of information for them beforehand. And it was great. And now people in the community really feel connected to me because they know that the, the newspaper kind of really took it like a lot about myself and what I've been able to do and not so much about the business, but now they really feel like when they're buying from my company, they're supporting me. And so it's been really cool. And I think as, as entrepreneurs, our marketing strategy, it is important and it is a challenge, but I think if we get creative, it can really break through all those barriers. All right, number seven, a challenge that we face as entrepreneurs is capital. And you know, we ever everything from, you know, bootstrappers to venture capitalists that are raising money and, you know, selling out uh, stock in their company, selling out shares, you know, capital is going to be a problem and every single business is different. So I never like to say, you know, don't take out loans or don't t- uh, raise money from investors or uh, don't. Uh, take money from your family. Every single business is different. So feel free to give me an email on your particular uh, situation. Always businessbootcamppodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. But it is a challenge that we face as entrepreneurs is where do we get the capital? And this is especially true when you're growing. Because for me, I think we might get into it later um, in these few more challenges that we're going to go through. For me, like, as we grow so incredibly fast, we you have to have cash flow. We talked about that. But also capital, you're going to have to have money to be able to fuel the growth, to fuel the marketing, to fuel the sales, to fuel new equipment. Uh, to, we just purchased you know, a retail location. You're going to have to have capital to do that. And that's one of the biggest challenges that we face. And there's there's cool ways that are coming out to, to deal with this. Kickstarter. Um, Indie Indiegogo. I don't even know how to say the thing. Um, all these different ways of raising funds from people. Uh, there's uh, FundMe.com. Um, all these cool ways now to raise money to basically sell your product before product or service before it's actually been made and do these awesome pre-sales. And I'm I'm a huge fan of using these uh, um, sites like Kickstarter to. To really be able to sell your idea on just when it's in its idea phase and validate it before spending a bunch of capital and going out and creating a product, service, supply chain, a retail location, building stuff out, all that stuff, you can really use that. So that's I'm just gonna drop that in there. But if you have a specific uh, situation, feel free to drop me an email. Uh, and num- number eight, number eight challenges that we face as entrepreneurs is a strapped budget. And I'm just going to kind of skip over that one because we talked a lot about that in cash flow. But a budget is important and, you know, sales is important, but you got to watch also what's going out of your business. I think sometimes I get even so focused on the top line and how much more money we can make because we're in this massive growth cycle right now that I also sometimes I fail to realize that the bottom line is also affected by my budget, how much is going out. And so keep an eye on that and remember a dollar saved is a dollar earned. I'm not totally in favor of that uh, saying, but you, you get the point. Uh, watch your budget, especially as you grow. Um, you, you know, the, otherwise you find even as you grow and your uh, top bot, your top line is just booming, your bottom line might not even be increasing, and it's because you're not watching your budget enough. And you can't 
allow your uh, profit margin to sink so much that you keep thinking, oh, I just got to make more sales. But if your profit margin is shrinking with ev- as volume increases, you really have to reevaluate and really watch your budget. Number nine, a challenge that we face as entrepreneurs is business growth. Okay. And you know, this, the old saying that if you're not, you know, if you're not growing, if you're not developing yourself, that you are stagnant and that's when you start getting old. And so I really think that as like, Sorry, that, that um that saying, you know, we usually use for old people or people who are getting older. We say you're not old until you stop learning or you stop, you know, developing yourself. And I think as a business, it's the same thing. When a business stops going forward, stops progressing, stops uh, uh, trying to achieve new things, that's when it's failed. And so I really think as like with these tech companies that are, you know, experiencing these massive growth over the past decade, when people keep asking, well, you know, when are they going to stop? Um, expanding. When are they going to stop growing? When are they going to stop becoming so in, 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 you know innovative, innovative, innovative? There it is. Um, when are they going to be? When are they going to stop? And I think it's at the point when they stop learning, when they stop trying to push the envelope. That's when their business growth is going to get hurt. And so I think as entrepreneurs, business growth that challenge can be can be addressed in one very simple. Uh, a phrase or a comment by me and that is if you're not learning if you're not pushing the envelope if you're not just a little bit nervous but the risks you're taking you aren't going to continue to have business growth you're not going to continue to have business success all right that's wrapped up pretty simply all right number 10 last one of the challenges i want to go over that are faced by entrepreneurs is self-doubt Self-doubt will kill you guys. You got to be able to be confident in yourself, be confident in the plan, be confident in your goals. Don't regardless of what others say like for me, when someone tries to doubt my goals or um, you know, try to just be the devil's advocate when I start talking about what I want to do, it just it's just like the fuel on the fire. Um, don't let self-doubt, let, don't let other people's doubt get in the way of you achieving your goals. Folks, that's the Mike Minute. That's the Business Boot Camp podcast for you today. I'm your host, Mike Andes, signing off. Be great. There's nothing else, please.